Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Hey, what's up? Maddie J podcast. Oh man, soul service has been restored. Were you a part of the huge AT&T breach this past week? I don't even know if it was a breach. But people woke up and all of a sudden the lights were out. Incommunicado. You like it was just amazing seeing um, how like when cell phone service goes down um, just the the domino shit show effect that it has on the entire country <laughs> it's pretty scary um, so yeah those of you not in the states um, AT&T like one of the biggest cell phone carriers their service I think it either got hacked I mean obviously or it just went down randomly um pretty much like all day thursday so uh yeah i mean just everybody's freaking out and um it was a little bit weird um i have at&t and i was fine so if the apocalypse comes i'm fucking good dude Uh, that was a trial run for the terrorists then um i'm still good so the Maddie J podcast will still live on. <clears throat> but uh yeah, like I was saying, I mean it's like you don't realize how many things are connected um to AT&T working properly. <laughs> like my entire company their ability to sell, take inventory, you know, manufacture shit was just completely fucked up for an entire day. So, like, you got that, which costs, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue. Um, and it's just a small company. You know, I'm sure it costs other ones, like, billions. And I don't understand, like, how do they restore it? You know, okay, so cell phone service, quote-unquote, goes down. How do they, what are they, is there, like, a, a wire gone down somewhere, and they just have to trace it? They have their elite hacksaws try to figure out what's going on in the network. Like, how do they figure out what to do? I would suck so bad as an IT person because I would be like, how do I even start to figure out what the fuck happened? It's probably because I have no IT experience. So, (laughs) a company making me in charge of their IT, probably not a great idea. Anyway, welcome to the Maddie J Podcast, dude, if you can hear me. If your network hasn't gone down, man. Yeah, dude, it's just, uh, so much of life is dependent on those little cell towers, you know, beaming out whatever they beam out, besides the 5G fucking cancer, dude, besides that. It's just, uh, it's a cascading effect. 
And really, I was thinking, you know, if the internet did go down for an entire day, um, I could, I literally, there's, there's no way I could do my job. There's no physical paper way to do what I do. Um, dude, my grandparents would probably be, be fucking warning me about this and having been for like the past five years, like, I don't see why things aren't done on paper anymore. You know, the the entire thing could just go down. Then what are you going to do? Then what are you going to do? And it's like, Grandpa, that's not going to happen. Dude, you know how many things are dependent on the internet and fucking billions of people? We're not going to let that happen. And then it goes down, and then he's exactly right. <laughs> if we still did business on paper, um, it really wouldn't affect too much. And I was thinking, how would I do my job if I was required to do it manually? I literally would have to make sure that I go to everyone's... I don't know, dude. I'd have to write out a physical check and hand it out to everyone. All 4,000 people. Yeah, dude. Fucking nightmare. So, uh just you know there's nothing you can really do i was gonna say be careful but what the hell can you even do it's like if at&t wants to pull your service you're just fucked so there you go just keep going don't even think about it that's what i would do maddie j podcast hope you had a good week running on like uh just, i was just up for 24 straight hours of just complete nervousness you know, and when I, you know, this new thing, when I get, uh, like, anxiety or, uh, some kind of attack, <laughs> my body attacks itself due to, uh, anxiety, um, my legs start hurting. Is that normal? Should I see someone about that? <laughs> Is that one of the first signs of, uh, early onset, you know, having to have your legs chopped off? Later in life, I don't know. I'm not talking about like, uh, you know, my foot hurts, diabetes. I'm talking about fucking my legs start cramping off due to my mind saying, wow, fight or flight, engage. So I just think it's normal. So I'm just going to keep going. But yeah, I was up for like, I, I randomly fucking woke up at one o'clock in the morning and just couldn't fucking go back to sleep. Um, and that was my day yesterday, in addition to fucking cell phone nightmare the day before. It's been a pretty fucking insane week. Um, but welcome to the Maddie J Podcast. Uh, I'm glad you're listening, dude. Um, I want to get back out there and fucking golf. That's my main goal. Ever since I moved down here, it was to play, like, you know, a round of golf at a fucking great course during the winter, man, you know, because there's never really a winter. And uh, I haven't touched my fucking clubs once. And my wife did say if, you know, because they're just sitting in the closet taking up space. If, if they if you don't use these clubs in the next year, I'm just going to throw them away. Like, what are they here for? And I was like, I'm going to use them. All right. Do not touch the clubs. 
And, uh, yeah, it's been like two and a half years. I haven't golfed yet. Dude. Does mini golf count? But I need to, like, I need to, like, hit the links, man. I can't even imagine. Golf's one of those sports, like, I can't even imagine how bad I'm going to be when I fucking try to golf again. It's one of those sports where even for professionals, if you're away from the game for, like, five, six weeks, you fucking suck. <laughs> it takes so long to get it back. You literally have to play every fucking day. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to fucking suck ass. But I'm still, like, uh... Sorry about that. I'm still, um... I'm still pumped. I have the image of the only birdie I've ever made in my head. Dude, I can still see the putt going in. It was a little sidewinder from about six feet out. And, uh... I just fucking read the green perfectly. Gave it a little, you know one foot tap and then let gravity take care of the rest and it just plopped right in for for a fucking three so i was pretty happy about that i don't see myself getting another birdie for a long fucking time it took me about five years on and off of golfing to just get one fucking birdie these guys get pissed these professional guys it's how good they are is they get fucking pissed you know if they go like four or five holes without a birdie they're starting to wonder like oh fuck did I lose it <laughs> meanwhile I've gone like five years probably 1,000 holes no birdie and I can still picture it in my head I just gotta get back out there dude you know I gotta fucking I need somebody to give me a good shoulder rub a good pat on the back tell me get the fuck out there but who golfs alone, dude? I don't want to golf alone. I don't want to be that guy. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen a guy on the course just by himself. Unless you're on, like, a super rich course, you know, where people are, like, you know, they're just, like, millionaires and billionaires and they do their own thing. I can see that. But, like, on a, on a regular, like, public course, I don't think I've ever seen a guy just going out by himself. I don't think that's a thing. I don't want to really give off serial killer vibes going out by myself. Um, and then it's like, you know, if you do something shitty, you know, you have people there to laugh at you, which is always great. Um, and if you do something amazing, nobody's going to fucking see it. Oh, you got a double eagle when you're golfing by yourself? Right. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that, that totally happened. And, you know, it would be just something that would happen to me. It would be I would have the best round of my life and there would be no one would be there to see it. So I just kind of like assume no one's going to believe me. So I just never even talk about it. So, uh, yeah, I need, I need somebody to come down here. And uh, we'll just fucking golf. Dude. I'm just going to retire and golf. How long would, would I make it if I retired today? Um, I think I was thinking about that. It's like if I pulled all my money together, um, sold my car. <laughs> um, you know, maybe sell the dog. 
it's possible. Can you, what do dogs go for? I could probably get a couple of them. No, but if I if I sold material possessions that I didn't really need, um, I might last like a year and a half. Just think about that though. That would be an amazing year and a half, but just at the end of that, you'd just be completely broke. And it would be the worst ten years after that trying to get trying to get anything normal back together. <laughs> but still the thought of like, oh wow. Let's just say for the next year and a half, I just take it day by day. That's what you say when you know, things are just overwhelming where you just want to procrastinate you just take it day by day um and that's what i would do during that entire year and a half as i slowly watch my funds there's no like there's no there wouldn't be any investments there's no like uh, i can live cleanly off this investment interest you know i'm digging immediately i'm digging right in the principle just to be able to live Yeah, but it would be a glorious year and a half, you know. Like I said, followed by 10 years of absolute destitution and, um, you know, working at McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, man. Just, just compounding interests of life it's get starting to, like, get to me a little bit. You know what was awesome, though? Great things have happened this week, though. I was, uh, we were laying in bed, and my wife was like, here, give me your hand. And I was like, oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. And she put, <laughs> tell me more, joke more about having sex with your wife. That's great, man. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't that. We, uh, she put my hand on her stomach, and the baby was kicking, dude. It was fucking amazing. It was really amazing to feel that. And it was so real. You know, it's like an indescribable feeling. Um, I'm sure for those of you who have had children, you understand. But those who haven't, it's an indescribable feeling of, uh, holy fuck. You know, this thing's going to be running around very soon. And um, as Louis C.K. said, you're on the grid, motherfucker. If something happens to you, it's on me. Um, so, yeah. That was pretty cool, man. Like, I think it was one of the greatest feelings I've ever felt. I was like, oh, there's a little Matty J podcast in there. You know, feeling all around for his microphone. Looking the bitch and moan about being in the womb. Um, so that was pretty fucking awesome. And I think any father who's experienced that would understand that feeling that I'm feeling right now. But it's just pride, man. And, you know, like those little signs, every little sign you get that, like, you know, things are progressing normally is definitely welcome, dude. Like, you read in books, you're like, oh, this should be happening this week, and that should be happening that week, and you're like, you know, I pray to God that that happens, and I don't have some kind of, like, oh, you know, like, uh, that's, um, 
that's strange. We're going to have to run some tests on that. You know, like, every week that goes by where you don't have to have those concerns is a fucking win in my book. You know, I just want health, man. Health of the mother, health of the baby. That's all I'm really concerned about. And really, really, I'm deciding on one last part of a name if we get a girl. So if we're not going to find out till birth, but if we have a girl, I need one last part of the name that I just, I can't decide on a fucking name, dude. So I was thinking, seven, seven Maddie J podcast. No, that was just a Seinfeld throwback. Um, I don't know, man. I found myself looking at like 13,000 girl names and I'm looking through, I'm like, dude, how do I pick between this? I got to start with a letter that sounds good. So I'm like, uh, A? Oh, there's like 3,000 A names. Like, oh, dude. And, dude, I mean, some of them are like instant no's. Like, um, Ashlyn, like A Y S H L Y N N. It's like, dude, no. No, man. There's some real, like, trailer park names out there that people are using. But I realized after a while, they started repeating maybe, like, the same 30 names. And they were just spelling them more trashy as you went along. So, from, like, Ashlyn to Aishlyn. <laughs> Later in the list, I'm like, dude. Like, the farther I go down this list, it's just going to be, like, the trashiest of the trailer trash names. So... Let me go back up to the top. No, I just, I can't figure it out, man. I'm hoping that, like, a moment of inspiration will come to me. You know, we got the boy's name all figured out, but... I just need this one. This one last name for the chick, dude. And it can't be trailer trash, alright? Despite how I sound on this podcast, I didn't... I don't live in a trailer... I didn't come from a trailer right before this. <laughs> oh, man. What do you think about it, though? I was looking... When we were looking at real estate around here, I was looking at some houses. Houses, quote-unquote. And I didn't realize that manufactured houses... Like, I was looking on Zillow and, you know, the... uh categorization was like um manufactured and I was like yeah of course I want manufactured like how else would a house be built you need to manufacture the fucking parts right naively I thought that um until about two seconds later when I was like why are these houses like $85,000 and I was like oh manufactured means literally like a fucking trailer that has a foundation on it. Okay. And then I was like, maybe I should live in a trailer, you know? That wouldn't be so bad. I was like, you know, thinking about the idea. And that's when I knew, I was like, you know, the economy is fucking atrocious right now. If I'm like, yeah, trailers, 
doesn't seem so bad after all. Like, fuck, dude. We used to make fun of kids in trailers. No. Um, I realize how fucked up that was, you know, nowadays. Because the parents are probably going through times just like me. You know, let's just live in this trailer. Um, nobody will notice. And then his kid goes to school and just gets mercilessly made fun of just for where he lives. He didn't even do anything, just lives in a trailer. Um, anyway, I don't want that to happen to my kids. So I'm glad I didn't do that. But I'm serious, man. There was like a whole acre, not an acre, maybe like a half acre of property and a nice little manufactured house. It was like 95000 I was like, damn. If only I had no shame, dude. I could just move in there right now. Even the mortgage payment on a $90,000 house, it's got to be like, what, $400 a month? That sounds amazing right now. I could retire on that, dude. I could live for like three years with a, a trailer mortgage and uh, and what I have in savings. <laughs> and selling all my possessions. I might rethink this retirement thing, this this mini retirement. But then um at the other end of that, I'm broke and I live in a trailer, so maybe that's not a good idea. Um But yeah, my point at all that is I don't remember what I where I was going with the trailer thing. Just uh yeah. I don't know. If trailers are something that you're considering, you know, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I'm not going to judge you. Um, The kids that are your kid's age will definitely make fun of them, though. That's the thing you got to watch out for. If you're not planning on having kids, then just fucking... Oh, I know where I was. If you're not planning on having kids, move in a trailer, but... If you, um, if you are naming your kid, do not, you know, do not give them the lot in life where they'll end up in a trailer by the name that you choose, you know? Some of them just, I was just like, are you gotta, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. That's how you spell Ashley, you know? I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, man, um... There's really not much going on beyond that. Um, my friend, our, um, our uh, what do you call it? What do you call that? Registry? Our registry's up on Amazon. And uh, my friend, he went wholly outside the registry, and he got us, well, he got the baby this sweet Orioles outfit. Dude, it's going to be the first outfit I put on my child, is this Orioles fucking... What do you call that? Is it a onesie? Very small Oriole shirt. That's like a shirt-diaper combo. Is that a... I should probably know these terms. Is that a onesie? That's the first thing my kid's gonna wear. I'm telling you. Because they're gonna be born right in the heart of the season. And uh, their first season, they're gonna see another epic Orioles postseason collapse. It's going to be amazing. They're going to fit right in with the uh, with the rest of the O's fans. Of just, 
uh, watching in silent horror as their team folds in the playoffs. Um, but that's that's for September. Um, but I, yeah, like shit like that is just like that's also stuff that brings it home. It's like, damn, dude, this is really happening. Got all these little things showing up, and it's like, holy shit. Oh, dude. I'm excited that I got Randolph coming next week. Hopefully we can do a little little podcast uh, like we did last year or whenever the last time he came down was. Do a little podcast. Talk about what's going on in the Randolph world view. Um, before when we did a podcast... In between that and now, um, he had something major happen in his life. Maybe he'll talk about it. I don't know. But um, definitely gave him some perspective. So I'm interested to hear what that is. If we can go deep, we can dive deep into the philosophy of uh, his mentality during those times. I think that would be an interesting little uh, little podcast. So I'll leave you with that teaser. Um. um punching out and I'm, I'm running on fumes but uh i appreciate you listening maddie j podcast is the fucking instagram handle um maddie j podcast at gmail.com is the email i haven't checked that in a while let me see if uh if i can access this um Oh, dude, I got the email, because I sent an email last week. I was like, are you fucking, are you fuckers, I wasn't as rude as I'm making it out to be, but I was like, are you really going to charge me $15 a month to record, just to house my own recordings of my own show? And this guy answered. Oh, we appreciate your patience and cooperation as we deal with high customer traffic at at this time. Oh my god and it's just a bunch of reasons why why their site is gonna be the future of podcasting oh my god dude it's even worse than i thought man you gotta be fucking kidding me dude so this is the long con man this is a long con that they do they they drag you along for four or five years you get used to it you get into a habit you start depending on it that's the key you start depending on it and then they pull it out from under you and they say hey you can get it back for 15 bucks a month and it's like you know what fuck you dude listen to last week's episode for details on that anyway maddie j podcast at gmail.com um thanks for listening as i always say you guys are the lifeblood of the maddie j podcast and i appreciate it um and uh, I will bring you just all the baby news that you could possibly want, man. Because that's what this, this show is going to turn into. Just a guy talking about babies. Um, and just everything that goes along with that. You know, stuff that, stuff that men are fucking interested in hearing and talking about. You know? I'm just going to dive right into it. 
and uh, pretend like my life before this never even existed, dude. Because my whole identity is just going to be parent. Dude, just parent. That's it. No more, no more Matty J, the fucking sports goer. No. No, it's parent, dude. Every waking moment that I'm going to live is going to be concerned with how I can be the best parent. And parenting and judging other parenting styles and you know all about the kid dude i'm just gonna lose myself in the kid no for real i mean there are people who like make it their entire identity i'm really hoping that i don't do that i can keep some part of myself that's like this is still me you know and i think this podcast is going to be a great way to do that um but yeah, obviously, I'm going to devote my entire life to my child. But, um, you know, you still want to hang on to those little parts of yourself. And some people, they just willingly and like proudly and just, they just give everything up. Besides, you know, just solely focusing on this one person in their life. And I don't think that's healthy for the kid either. dude. When we were growing up, our parents were like, just go outside and don't bother me taking that you know now it's like I want to be your best friend I want to know everything that's going on in your life I want to fucking you know be there every second of the day Um, I want to you know make arrangements with who you play and have supervised play dates it's like dude like that's too much it's too it's too much um you need to kind of let your kid experience life a little bit outside of you. Otherwise, they're going to be a fucked up person. And that's exactly what's happening now in society. So, anyway, um, enough about me ranting about parenting, having no actual experience doing so. Um, I hope you have a nice weekend. <laughs>